What's your favorite song? We'd love to hear it. Cause our song is the same as King Dorsey. Dude, I used to rock the Taylor Swift. That's what came up for you right there. Yeah, right off the top of the dome. I don't know why. I when I asked for years. inspiration to hit, T-Swift is what delivered. For whatever reason, it was right there. Okay. Well, hey, I can't think of a better way to start the show. Are you feeling 22? <laughs> I wish. Did you see what it did there? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? We are the professional hippies, and um, you know what? I'm feeling, I'm feeling some kind of way today, Dylan. Yeah? Yeah. Anything in particular? I think I'm just feeling, feeling. That's good. Yeah. I'm feeling some type of tired. I'll tell you that. It's been a busy day. The Navy SEAL in me, which is there's none, wants to say, do you though? <laughs> do you? Or is that David Goggins? Is If David Goggins was here, what would he say? Uh, why are you doing push-ups? Why am I not? Or why am I? You can just let those gummy bears sit there. Those are snackies. Let them okay. get to them. Let a man live. Hey, if you uh, <laughs> never tuned into our show before us being the professional hippies we like to you know i thought something better the other day we like to bridge the gap between the hippie woo woo and the high achievers i'll circle back if i remember a better way to say that (laughs) but you're doing great thanks some type of way some type of way i mean this is what pure effort adrenaline and love looks like all mixed together (sighs) not a lot to live up to (laughs) That's my being this week. That's who I am. Beautiful. Bearing my soul. Beautiful. And y'all are getting it here first. Yeah, no kidding. Hey, let's give you an intro and get back to, uh, we actually have some good stuff to talk about this week. All right, boys, let's remember our training. with all our rain look at all this rain (laughs) i don't know what to do with all this water i got so much water man i am so the amount of jealousy i have i've never been pissed off at the weather really lately like i've gone backpacking hiking i've been stuck on the side of the road in the rain i've been poured on lightning strike next to me hailed on burned alive in the sun never as pissed as i have been lately that it hasn't rained for like a month and a half and my water bills up because i'm trying to keep my lawn green yeah and it's really testing me the past few days because every day the weatherman says it's going to rain mm-hmm. and looks like it's going to rain. It's definitely about to rain. It's been raining in Tampa and I keep hearing it, you know, from my girlfriend in North Tampa. She's like, yeah, it's been raining constantly pouring over here. Cats and dogs. Cats and dogs. And I keep watching these clouds just go around St. Pete. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no, son, we're going to. You don't That's get what any you rain up yet. For, though, isn't it? You don't get any rain yet. I don't know. I I live a block away from the ocean, so I'm like, oh, I figured there'd be a little bit of rain here. From my understanding, though, I, it's from the fact that like there's not much 
land for the cold air, the hot air to go to meet the cold air to create the rain. I don't give a fuck. I want water. Hey, whoa. <laughs> I'm the man that gave you the gummy bears, buddy. Let's calm down. Remember who we are. This is that's why it pisses me off because like you know, stuck in the rain, hiking, no problem. I can make do with it. Love yeah. nature. Sure. Give me the water. Stuck on the side of the road, what are you going to do? Mm. Whatever. Yeah. But the problem is it's forcing me to water my lawn. <laughs> and it's making me pay more for something I want. And it's like all these other times in my life that rain has come across when I didn't need it. Yeah. The one time in my life I'm like, hey, rain, come on through, buddy. Come on through. I feel like there's some room in there for gratitude, but out. I'm not being a good friend right now. I'm just letting you express. Hey, don't give a fuck. It's called patience. That's Guess what I did this week? That's where, that's where the gratitude is, learning patience. Ah, yeah, yeah, something about that. Whatever. Guess, guess what I did this week? Something about... It's going to blow your mind. You're never going to guess it. Something about... We still don't have a house segment. Yeah. We need to record like a... Dude, 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 it's the housing segment. Where, you know, you start bitching about rain and whatnot. Tool time. Tool time. Guess what I did? You went scuba diving. Okay, so on a range between one and housing segment, how the fuck did we arrive at scuba diving? Look, you said I was never going to guess it, so I, I went outside the spectrum a little bit. No, you went on this. I, I can't say I don't that. know. <laughs> That's not radio friendly. Yo, I'm buying sod. You're buying sod? Sure am. Is it on its way? I don't know. I don't know how those things work. What type of sod are you? What type of grass? Florentine. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. When when's that going to arrive? I actually I have no idea. Are you going to lay it out? Or are you going to pay sure someone not. to lay it out? No. <laughs> I called enough people the other day. I was just so tired of the grass, man. I was like, <laughs> I don't know why half of it's alive. I don't know why half of it's dead. The guy came out and explained everything to me. It, towards the end, I started to understand. I really did just buy the wrong sprinklers. So there mm -hmm. is a, an actual reason why the grass that's alive mm -hmm. is alive. And I was like, is there an option for me just to pay you to like tear it all up and reseed it? And he was like, yeah, oh, it's like a 50, 50 chance. And he points in my yard. Half of it is dead. Half of it is alive. And I'm like, <laughs> that is, I've never seen such 50, 50 played out before. What, wait, hold on. Because of the sprinklers, like it just wasn't getting enough water. To it wasn't watering right. Those type of sprinkler I have is meant to like throw the water really far, not to like do an even distribution. I mean, like the one I was talking about the other day where it just goes back and forth. Yeah. And I asked him about that and he's like, oh, there's other ones and that one's fucking stupid. So yeah, my lawn's decided, nice and green. Sure so. is. I bet it is. I bet it is. So it's if expensive. I would have had the right sprinkler, that grass would have done fine. Yeah. So you just don't want to restart. You don't want to watch some grass grow. Um, well, he also said he would tear it out, level it and install the new sod for a thousand dollars. That's a lot. You feel like that's a lot. I feel like it's a lot. I feel like it's pretty cheap. Uh, I mean, for that, for that small of a yard in leveling, <clears throat> sure. I, I don't, the leveling part is what the think tearing about up. The, is think about the amount of work we did, Dylan. Just think about it for a second. Yeah, that it, nothing compared to <laughs> what he's about to do. Right. <laughs> yeah, what we did is a thousand dollars plus. <laughs> no, yeah. Anyway, I was very happy, very excited for that. Hell yeah, though you'll get some some grass and you can and stand. Be, outside. I mean, I'm really excited for it to be level. I mean, this is like about the dullest thing we could talk about on the podcast, but 
God damn, some there's grass. Some, there's some homeowners out there that are like, I understand. And I get it. If you're not, you know, I, later on, I want to transition. I want to talk about, I, I've been there's talking to realtors. apartments that are like, man, I wish I had some grass right now. Just um, step in. I made some aggressive moves for buying the second house this week. And that, that's something I'm definitely down to, to talk about. But the grass for this house, big win. <laughs> big win. Man, I am, I really hope. You get that saw laid out and just a bug don't come through. And it's like You got to get a tree for that kind of stuff. Oh, man. On the first week you had a tree. I learned so much. Like, that's why I was so willing to fork over the money so quickly is because, like, the guy taught me so much stuff about that, drainage, mm-hmm. other things around the yard, around the house. And I'm like, there's other stuff that, like, yeah, he just knows his stuff, man. And I'm, It's just one of those things, too. You could just keep... It's like the inside of your house. You could just keep adding on and doing something new, getting it better. Well, just we like, tried to level <clears throat> it, remember? Like, we actively tried to level it. I thought we did a pretty good job. You see how lumpy it is? Yeah, once everything settles out, and just... But for what we had, we did a pretty good job. I agree. <laughs> so now I'm going to pay to get it perfect. That's why I was like... you. I was like, you can just take, make all of this go away. Thousand bucks, I can. You know what, yes, how sir. I make a level? I get the grass and then to grow, and then I get it cut to four inches, and then the entire thing just looks level. That's one way to do it. Yeah, yeah. Because if I try to do that in my yard, mm-mm. I tried to do it with individual bags of dirt, and like it's just never ending of trying to level that out. Yeah, I mean you can do that. I see guys. Uh, that's how I know I'm getting older. <laughs> I've watched YouTube videos about guys leveling their mo- their lawn out. And, yeah, you just they have, like, tools that you can mm-hmm. dump the dirt out and then, like, level it. Mm-hmm. The grass will grow through. It'll, like, reestablish a new root base. I did sods. I did pods. I planted them in my yard, all the area that got tore up from the from when I had uh, tree stumps pulled up. Mm-hmm. And the backhoe went through my yard. Yeah. I put pods. And now I'm watching... That's why I've been having to water constantly throughout this time. And just now the St. Augustine's starting to spread through all the area that needs to, it needs to grow through. It's kind of cool watching little fingers come out. It is, right? (laughs) Keep it going, buddy. You keep it going. Oh, man. Yeah. And then I've learned, too, that if you don't water it for like a day or two, let it the roots get a little bit deeper, Mm -hmm. then water it again, it'll grow faster. Really? Yeah. I've watched it like you come out the next day after you do that, after you've watered it, and you definitely have seen a difference. Where did you learn that from? Reddit. Not Reddit, but Reddit online. Reddit. <laughs> Reddit, Reddit <laughs> online. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, cause I was, uh, you know, I, I was like, man, I'm watering it every day, but my water bill was going so high. Then I was looked it up. Like, how often do you really need to? What's your water bill? It was. 270 last month i would be bitching about my water bill too the whole yeah my water bill is like 70 bucks well st pete taxed the shit out of their water so, really yeah so it's just high why don't you get Even, a big I drum talk to my neighbor too can't you can't, can't do rain collection <laughs> if i had some rain i'd probably do it <laughs> is that what you're talking about just the lack of rain yeah there's just like no rain that's why i've had to do it like once the rainy season comes, I can stop watering my lawn. There's no doing it. It's just the pods came when I planted the pods. I thought I was planting it right when rainy season was starting. Sure. 
And around the country, that's when everyone, you know, Home Depot is putting out fertilizer. They're like, it's fertilizing season. Yeah. But the problem is they're doing it as a consensus for all of the United States, whereas sure. Florida's actually starts like beginning of June. Uh, and I didn't think about it. And I was talking about that with my neighbor. He did the same thing. Really? He fertilizes on around the same time I did. He's been watering his lawn. And he was like, I tell myself every year not to do this. And I do mm. it every year. And uh, so I planted those pods. And those pods weren't cheap. So you know, it took a lot of work to get those. So I've just been keeping them. How much were the money. pods? I can't, I can't remember. Probably like, I think $200 for a whole bunch of them. Right. Little pods. Um. That's where I'm coming from, dude. For the whole backyard, the sod would at least be $500. Yeah, but $500. Sorry, I keep in this thing. $500 to lay it. That's the issue I have. I've laid down sod, a lot of sod before. They're like tearing up the sod, the grass, mm-hmm. leveling it, buying the sod. I think I'm getting to the point where I just want to do hard work again. So, like, if you were going to be like, hey, I'm looking to do this, I was probably going to be like, oh, I'll do it with you. For sure. Well, we should build the pergola. Because um, that was a thing where I, I told get these answers where I just want to do hard work, dude. I really want to build the pergola. Let's do that. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, I don't know why. Like I get these answers where I'm just like, I want to sweat out in the sun a little bit. Doing sure, like swinging a hammer. I'm all for it. Shovel. I don't know. That's why I love mowing my lawn. Just going out there, you know, it's a and two Weird, hours. Really, one of the weirder things I've ever heard someone say. Love mowing my lawn. Yeah. yeah. Two hours, if I rush it, I had it time too. Two hours if I rush it, two and a half hours if I do it, everything good. Three hours if I'm taking my time and making sure it's perfect. Mm. How often are you doing that? Every two weeks once the summer hits. Yeah. Yeah, only once or twice during the winter. Um, But yeah, over the summer, my mango tree is almost there now too. A bunch of mangoes about to come popping off. Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I never knew I had that until later on. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I got a mango tree. Cool." Yeah, I talked to the guy about trees too. We, we didn't get very far into that because um, price was real good on the side. Everything else, pretty proud, pretty proud. I was like talking shit about pergolas. I was like, "Man, I'd really love to build one of those green canopy pergolas." You know, like kind of told him what I was looking for. I was like, "God, these guys—they just..." charge so much and i was like hey one second i gotta run side and i was making dinner and i run and i was like looking at his business card and i was like oh on the back it said like lawn driveway blah, 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 blah. pergolas <laughs> <laughs> and i came back inside i was like oh, i'm so sorry man i was talking shit the whole time about pergolas <laughs> you make them <laughs> he's like yeah yeah i do how much <laughs> Two, three grand, just like, yeah, just, yeah, same, <laughs> same price. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Roger. Roger. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. I was passing, uh, uh, biking with not too long ago and, uh, was, uh, going by a guy standing out in his yard with coffee and you could tell his yard just got sodded mm-hmm. and it was looking nice, you know, and he, you know, he was in just shorts and a t-shirt. And I was like, hey, nice, nice lawn, man, looking good. And he was like, thanks, big smile on his face. I brought it to my roommate. You know, I was like, yeah, I passed by this guy. And he's like, oh, yeah, he just had some workers out there today, too. <laughs> but he's still proud. He's still proud of that lawn. he paid like, for it. Yeah, he paid for it, put it down. He's like, this yard's looking good. There's nothing I honestly hate more than laying sod. It is awful. It's terrible. It's terrible. You're just going to get dirty. It's a whole day's worth of labor. 
not for that, but it's yeah, like, dude, you are really underestimating how much of a pain in the ass it is to tear up the lawn. I've done it. I know how much of a pain in the ass it is many a times. What are we even talking about? <laughs> I think that's why I have that mindset of just like, oh, you pay a thousand because I've never paid for it. Right. So I've just done it. But I did a lot growing up laying down sod. With it's just dad. so funny that you think that's a lot because he said that and I and I heard the clouds part and angels come down, <laughs> flutter their wings and surround me and go like, we got you, buddy. I mean, you're. it probably is a great price. And that's I'm just an amazing. I've price. just never gotten a price for it before and under, trying to understand what yeah, it is. I mean, just the fact of like, I don't have to do it and it's going to be done right. Yeah. I mean, you it's know? like when I, I just had the, I don't know what the soffit around my house just done recently. Mm-hmm. And I asked him like, how much is it going to be thinking it was going to be a shitload? And he was like, Oh, 300 bucks. Like take my money now hard, hard. here. I'll tip you just well, if yeah, you well, a you, uh, job. So you got the whole soffit redone. Yeah. Well, half of it. I needed to have redone. Yeah. And it was kind of funny after he got all done and everything, you know, they leave stuff on the ground a little bit. Yeah, so yeah. I went and pick, picked it up, just wasp nest from just, you know, because there's that space between the wood oh, yeah, yeah. and the soffit. Sure. And they were just making little nests in there. Oh, there dude. All Send me that guy's number. Oh, yeah. Great guy. Did a great job for me, too. Yeah. Because I got to get this stuff replaced. Soffit and siding. I asked him, I was like, you do anything else, man? And he's like, soffit and siding. <laughs> all I do. I'm like, oh, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> soft inside they made it clear soft inside that's well i wanted i wanted to replace the siding in my house too but i'm scared to pull it off because i know <laughs> with this house that's a pain over it job that they did on that one. Oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with this house you pull that siding off you're gonna find some stuff yeah i had to, i mean that i had that contractor come out today trying to do do with a remodel oh, that's right and so we're gonna do an add-on and i was like hey man like um I'm, pro- I'm looking to do, you know, while we got everything up, redo the piping and all that. And then I was like, should I do this? And that's for the bathroom. He's like, no, <laughs> like, just leave it. I was like, should I tear out this little cl- tiny closet, extend out, extend out the bathroom? He's like, no, He's like, that's going to start costing you way too much money. Because I'm, I told him I'm turning it into a rental. And he's like, yeah. you, j- you just need to put a basic tub in here. Take down the tile that's around this 50s tile in here. He was like telling me everything, like, because he had his experience doing it. He yeah. was like, we're, we're just going to save you money. You're not trying to make anything fancy, are you? I was like, right. no, just basic room, basic yeah. bathroom. Yeah. And uh, he, he got a little bit more fancier on the extending out the bathroom because that's the master bedroom I'm trying to turn it into. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was pretty neat just like setting it up, learning how to do it. I didn't know that there's even building codes. Like you can't build out so far onto your property. I was like, what? Like I can't, that means I was like, I can't, if I want to take my house, uh, build a house from edge to edge. Of my property, I can't do that. He was like, nope. And I was like, why? He was like, they make this code. Specific, certain neighborhoods have codes, so the houses all look the same. I was like, what is that? Why? What, what if I want to be different? He was like, move to Arizona <laughs> or something. Fucking you know? Ebor, bro. Yeah. Just move, oh, Ebor. Oh, yeah. That that Like that house right there. They just built it. Inch to inch. They did, didn't they? Just they were like, wait, wait. Boom, where boom. is the property line? <laughs> yeah. There. Build it to there. How can I build my house where I have no grass to mow? <laughs> right. How much concrete would you like? How much land do I own? <laughs> <laughs> What's What square footage would you like the house? How big is the you, property? Driveway. I heard garage. <laughs> <laughs> Just 
<laughs> from the street into the garage. Dude, they damn sure did. They have every bit of like a three foot driveway. That thing is huge. That's the biggest house in the circumference, like neighborhood. Huge. For sure. Huge. I'm like, guys. When I was going to Sunset the other day, between here and going to Sunset, there was like, it was like, you know, run down house, run down house. And then like these three homes, massive homes, just someone was like, oh, I'll just buy cheap land. All the pro- like properties in this little section and built like mansions, mm. gated too. If you go down Columbus over here, yeah, that's where they're at. I was like, wow, that was. I don't know if that's a great idea or what. But. Well, sometimes it happens. Like that big house that we were just making fun of. Like that's just that's a family, family land. Mm-hmm. And I think the previous house got condemned or something, and insurance just paid them out. Mm-hmm. So they're like, fuck it. Land's already paid for. So maybe you take out a $100,000 mortgage and uh, the home's already paid off. The insurance is going to give you like 200000 Move all your family in You here. can build a big house for three hundred grand that's In not, here? Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, that's not the value. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just the cost of building the house. Yeah. Yeah. So they probably talking about three hundred grand, two fifty dollars oh, in that house. Man. It's like a seven-bedroom house. Yeah. <laughs> like, or they're going to rent them out. No, no, it's gonna no, be no. SL, the guy that helped us with the backyard. Yeah, the country dude that lives right back here. <laughs> yeah. That's his family's house. Oh wow, he's living back here because he's gonna move into it. Oh, he's like, oh, I got something good coming. Yeah. So for anybody that doesn't doesn't know who we're talking about, SL is the guy that lives in my neighbor's uh, guest house. Real sweet old man, probably like six. No, he's seventy, I think. He told me, I found out, I found him, uh, did I ever tell you about the night I found him blackout drunk falling out of his truck? <laughs> no. I had to cradle him. I came out, I was, <laughs> I was going, getting out of my car and I see her, I was like, mm, I recognize that. Cause my dad used to get real messed up and I'd have mm-hmm. to help him out, you know? I come over there and SL is, this man drives hammer drunk. <laughs> hammer drunk. Oh my God. The cops followed him home. I mean, but he drives it like four miles an hour. He's not going to hurt nothing. Nothing. He drives that truck piss slow down the street. The cops followed him home. Lights on and everything. This five months ago, parked his truck right there, and they just took his license and his registration. They're like, don't drive anymore, and put him to bed. <laughs> so I come out there. The man is stuck under his truck. Wow. And he's like, Help. Hell. I can't get up. Dead weight. I had to pick this man up. And I was like, all right, come on, SL. We'll get you back there, buddy. And he said some nights he just gets so shit-faced, he'll just sleep there. Underneath the truck? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Hard worker, though. Man, what he helped us? Man, man can work. working. Man can work. <laughs> I'm like, all right, buddy. But yeah, they they got some interesting homes around here for sure. And you know, the con- the guy that came out about the backyard asked me, he's like, "How do you like living in this neighborhood?" I was like, "Great." Why'd you ask? And he was like, "I just- <laughs> I know what he wanted to say." Great question. <laughs> you know, he looks at my honky dory ass and be like, mm, "You don't fit in here, buddy." Yeah. He's like, "No, you still live in a neighborhood just like this." How'd you feel about it? He's like, "I fucking loved it." I'm like, you get it. It's like, actually, I used to live here. <laughs> used to be my house. No, Michael and I went to get some ice cream the other day, and they called us the police. 
Y'all look like the police. We are. We are, motherfucker. I'm going to safely get my vanilla ice cream now. I did get some ice cream. I started walking out, eating it, and going, bad boys, bad boys. (laughs) 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 So how was Sunset? It was good. Speaking of cops, not really a cop presence there. I mean, they were there, but like definitely no, not a bunch of undercovers like there usually is. I had some other friends that went, and um, they said uh, one of them got like a sinus infection from all the dust. I definitely got something for a little bit. A lot a of dust. Days. Yeah, a ton of dust. I I, uh, I was um, it, like <clears throat> by the second day seeing all the, you know, it, again, it hasn't rained in like a month and a half. Mm-hmm. And then all the dirt being kicked up out there from people dancing. And then yeah. by the second day, well, you know, a lot of the grass is gone now. Right. That's when really when it started kicking up. Yeah. Um, so it, it was fun, though. They did a good show. Everybody, every, you know, for a comeback. Everybody was there. Everyone was pretty respectful of each other, not doing anything too crazy. Mm-hmm. You could tell the first day everyone went pretty hard. Yeah. And then by the second day, everyone was like, all right. <laughs> I got it out. We got it out of our system. Enjoy yeah. the shows now. Uh, I felt like the music wasn't as hard either on the second day. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit more toned down. It's like Rez. Rez was awesome. Yeah. Um, Slander was great, but it, something happened during their set where their music cut out. Um, I don't know, probably like 20 minutes in, uh-huh. they were slapping it, you know, what slander does. And then their music cut out for a few minutes. And once they got it back up and rolling again, <clears throat> they just weren't slapping it as hard anymore. It was mm-hmm. like super airy, open commercial stuff after that. Yeah. Which I'm assuming, you know, it was because they didn't want speakers or whatever happened to go out again. Yeah. You know, you can have it happen once in a set twice. You're going to be in trouble. Right. Um, but after that, Rez was next up. They did a. She did a great job. Yeah, she lives in Tampa now. She bought a home here. How cool is that? That's pretty cool. There's a couple other um, big people like Pat McAfee lives here. Did you know that? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, he lives in Tampa, um, or has a place in Tampa, somewhere on the water. Probably. I think he flies back and forth. I don't know because he was buying a place in Dallas or Texas, some part of Texas. Um. Yeah, there's a lot of celebrities that live here. Yeah. The most impressive thing I saw over the weekend <clears throat> was the second day. Uh, I don't know who was on. Uh, it was earlier in the day. But I, w- I was standing over to the right of the, the main stage, and a mosh pit area opened up. Uh-huh. And these guys were going hard. They were smacking into each other pretty hard. It was no joke of a mosh pit. And this one guy was juggling while in the middle of the mosh pit getting Shut slapped around up. and doing a great job really yeah like catching it like of course he's fumbling catching it but it wasn't like fumbling and then dropping it it was like fumbling around still catching the balls juggling it like while getting smashed around it I, it was the most impressive thing i've ever seen at a music festival and the guys guys were lit up so high on something having a great blast of a time that's so cool one big guy like even while he was juggling and smacked around, just smashed into the back of him. He went into the ground, like face first in the ground. Everyone's like, oh, guy popped back up with the biggest smile on his face and just kept juggling. It was just like, yeah. What in the world? It was wild. Most impressive thing I've, I've seen at a festival, just to be like, how, how is that even possible? You can keep juggling possible? like that. Yeah. Especially if you're seeing tracers. Yeah. And 
people are smacking into you and the balls while you're throwing them around. I th- I don't I I cannot recall once where he dropped it. Like I, I'm trying to remember, and I was trying to watch. I'm sure he did, of course, but like can't recall once that he did. It's so cool some of the stuff you see at festivals. Yeah, it really is. It's just like some people. I don't know, man. Found a guy that got the lat was in line, was the last person to get some rally fries. Just ran into him. I was like, where'd you get rally fries? He pointed to the pointed to the the food truck. And it was closed. And he was like, Yeah, I was the last one. And I was like, You want some? I was like, Yeah, man. Got some of the last rally fries offered that day. That's nice. <laughs> I had like a bit of FOMO for not going. And then whatever we did that day. Oh, I went to the beach and I You did the drum circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that was the next day. Oh, okay. But still part of it. That yeah. was, you know, two days, two day festival thing. But no, I went and uh, trips at some buddies and I brought out some shovels and buckets and made like a big hole. I was, I saw that post. I didn't know if you did that at the drum circle or not. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't at the drum circle, but um, the destroying it was my favorite part. The pictures yeah. coming in at the end. It was two different days. I ended up at the beach. And so Saturday when we went, um, my favorite part about that was just like digging a hole, like the caption, these two guys walk up and they're like, Hey man, what are you doing? I was like, <laughs> digging a hole. And they're like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just, as you should at the beach. You just felt this camaraderie, this instant, like oh, you fucking get it, yeah. man. They're yeah. like, sweet dude and kept walking they just like love i mean that it's like when you're camping with bros you're like hey what are you doing someone's just like cutting a log Mm -hmm. just hacking a log or something just chopping up wood just chopping chopping up the wood nice nice yeah you just go back to whatever you're doing (laughs) you you get it though yeah you see that a lot of like camping trips they're like what are you doing nothing nothing just a whole lot of nothing a whole lot of nothing you're like Nice. Michael and I were behind a guy. Um, it was like a dedicated fishing vessel. Mm-hmm. And that man was hauling ass. And I was like, that guy is in a hurry to do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's all men want to do is nothing. <laughs> man, there was, there was a lot of people, too, were walking around the festival. They just didn't move either. They were always in the same spot, walking by, just doing a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. Sitting there. I mean, it's a beautiful part. It's just like... I would love to build the trust in myself at festivals, but I would have been wrecked. If you went to Sunset? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people, I, like just seeing, you could see they went a little too hard. Like on the first day and the second yeah. day, they were like, yeah, I'm going to take my time. Yeah. <laughs> well, after we did um, Dirty Bird, that was, uh, actually, I felt I felt a lot better from that festival than I felt after any festival. But there were still a couple of days where I was like, felt like dog shit for a week, for a whole week. You definitely had it a lot worse than I did. I got, I came down with something for a minute. Yeah. It was just like a head cold or something for a little bit. And then popped out of that after about a week and a half. Yeah. You definitely um, got a, the worst end of that stick. But I'm feeling fine after sunset. I think I got lucky with that one. I tried to stay out of super dusty areas like the house music area where everyone's kicking up. Shuffling. Yeah. I went to AC Slater. Couldn't miss that. Mm-hmm. Um, trip said at a friend while they were there too having a blast everyone yeah. else was at like the dubstep hard stuff and he was like telling the group like hey like he was tripping he was like hey i want to go see ac slater and everyone's like that's cool 
and I could just see it in his eyes. He like really, he was just going to go by himself, but I could tell the fear in his eyes were like going by himself. I was like, man, I'll go see AC Slater with you. He's like, hell yeah. Yeah. You know, I just met this guy second time before. He's like, hell yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's we, always we pleasant. Went, oh, we went and joined some AC Slater. So from Chris Lorenzo, then AC Slater, and then like three quarters of the way through, it was coming. The, the neck, the last sets were on basically. Yeah. I was like, hey, you want to go slap it in the face with some dubstep? The last part, meet up with the buddies. He's like, yeah, let's change it up. Yeah. <laughs> Went over to Zomboy, close it out. He did. That was a great ending, too. Yeah. They had the the stage. <clears throat> it's called the Eclipse stage. Uh, if anyone's been to Ultra, it was the stage where the the visuals come over above you. And it looks like big, big oh, arches. I know exactly what you're talking they about. They had that there, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So they had, like, the base coming up and over top of you. And then the visuals up and over top of you as well. So that was pretty neat. So you were like, if you were in the middle, you were like surrounded by all the bass because they had the bass coming from That's behind. That's sick. So, yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, and then the sunset stage, just a massive stage. Yeah, they spend cool. so much money making those stages. I think they went a little bit more all out this year for sunset just because it was the first big one back. Not yeah. even a big one, just the first one back that people could go to. But I'm, I met people I met, no one again really from florida too many really a lot of people from california huh. and like new york so many people from california they're just like this is we just wanted to get out of there was there a lot a lot of people there yeah it was pretty pretty packed they were at 65 percent capacity i think they were at and it was still pretty pretty busy oh they capped it at 65 i think they capped it at 65 percent yeah okay um, it looked like they still had tickets for sale the single day it's they still had single day passes they, they opened up the single day not too too long before that. Right. That's probably just because like people they I don't know why they would have stood off single tickets, but yeah, I, don't know. I know one of the day the first day because it was hot. Make more money. That's it why. was so hot the first day. Really, and uh, all the drink lines were like busy. You know, you couldn't really get anything. People were just buying water. The cool they had cool down tents they could go into, and there was supposed to be a guy Trive, Trivecta or something. I don't know what his. DJ's name, but he was playing two sets that day. One in the cool down tent was would be a tribe tent, tribe set, and then one outside the other uh, on one of the stages. And he he, he started. It, they there were so many people packed in the cool down tent to watch him play that they shut it down before the, even the first song ended. They were like, "Nope, no more of that." Shut shut shut. That's so weird that they would do that. Shut the whole set down. Yeah, I don't I don't know what it was. They even he was trying to make something. Disco Donnyson. <laughs> This go die the person that sets it up sent out a tweet it was like hey man no worries i, I changed the lineup to make it up for you and put trevecta's name on every set lineup <laughs> entire thing trevecta's like perfect <laughs> there's nothing you could do at that point it was probably it was probably the fire marshals are like there's too many people in this tent. yeah because there was like air conditioned units in the tent, like it was a serious tent. So if that thing collapsed, it was going to be a problem. Oh, true. Okay, that yeah. would make sense. Yeah, but I remember walking by it, and that thing was packed. Was it Halloween where they were pumping the propane fire in from the top? Did you ever go to that DJ set? I think so. Yeah, that's it's like a small, obscure one. But they, I yeah, mean, it's over. It's it's before you get into Spirit Lake. I yeah, think. yeah. No, I mean it's in the. It's in the art installation area. Okay. Yeah, it's next to Fire Breathing Pig. That might have been a different year then. Or <laughs> no, the same year. It. It the same year. <laughs> we were there. Yeah, we we're just out there. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And it's like it's an obscure iron dome, 
And it probably houses maybe 30 people, 40 people. Yeah, I've seen that there before. I yeah. know you're talking about. And there's just some mad monkey dude over there. One person DJing, another dude's got a finger on a button. And like, <laughs> whenever you feel inclined, and a little bit more propane comes jutting in, and the flames come down, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and they got, like, a rope swing in there, and I'm like, yeah. this doesn't seem right. <laughs> this doesn't seem right. You got a fire-breathing pig over there? What on, man? That's where I want to be. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> <This> sounds awesome. <laughs> like, who are we hailing around here? <laughs> you see Satan in the corner just dancing away. You're like, like, what? Oh, I didn't happening? do this. I Talk did. to your other dude. <laughs> he made that happen. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> He's like. You go over and talk to him. He's like, I'm PTO. I don't talk to uh, him. No, I'm here to enjoy the drugs too, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm excited about, you know, now I get a couple. I'm going to Imagine. Got my tickets for that. Huluween. Excited for those. I might join you for one of those. Yeah. One yeah. of them would be the, the um, going with, riding up with a couple up to, to imagine and they they're staying in their van so i bought a companion pass and i'm just gonna take their tent spot that why don't we just fly if i go uh i mean we could do that it's it's in atlanta it's next to atlanta i mean so it's not too bad perfect we can have them pick us up or rent a car going thursday i'm if if we can fly it's not that bad of a drive It'd be about the we same. We can just give them all of our stuff. They can drive it up, and then we fly in. So nice. Yeah, I mean, it could. We, it, it's a big van. Like it's a big sleep in it van. <clears throat> okay, I want to look at that lineup then, because I, I could be I could be inclined for that. Because I really, 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 really wanted to go to Burning Man this year, but since they're not having it. Yeah, I know you were talking about wanting to go, even if they weren't having it. And I'm like, I want to go for the full I really want experience. the full experience. Yeah. I feel like if you've been for the full experience, then you can do the purest experience. Yeah. But if you go for a purest experience, it's going to taint your full bore experience. And you, and you tell people, like, they're like, what year did you go? And you're like, 2021. And they're like, what? There wasn't even happening. Yeah. Like, not for you. Right. <laughs> that Yeah. That'd be like showing up to Tomorrow World after it got canceled. Showing up to Bonnaroo and with no Bonnaroo going on. You know they do a lot of music festivals aside from Bonnaroo there? Oh, yeah. Like a lot. One of the biggest rock fests in the country is held there. Yeah. I didn't uh, I didn't know that until they last held, year when we went. They hold a bunch of festivals at uh, Huluween area. Swanee. Sure do. Festival area. Yeah. Bunch there. That's some buddies that just went uh, a couple weeks ago. For oh, they went to, starts with an R. Resonance? Res. Sure. Something like that. I don't Some know. Hippie shit. It's like mini Huluweens. Hey, you want to see, you want to know something? Look at that. Look at that. See that commercial? Toothpaste. You see all the toothpaste they put on that brush? It's not what you're supposed to do. You don't need that much. Yep. I can't believe it. That's when it started right there. Anyone that's listening right now? <laughs> that's when. That's right there. You can't buy better protection. It's bullshit. It's double the protection. It's bullshit. It's Aquafresh, like, eat a dick. Well, it's like uh, Hold shampoo. On. People are listening. They have no idea. We're playing commercials in the background. Yeah. It, from the 50s? Carry on. From the 70s. 50s, 70s? And potentially 80s. It's a compilation. It's like when you put shampoo, the commercials, and they're like, Psh, a whole bunch of shampoo on your hand. And these motherfuckers. And they're like, this or is how much, this is you, how much you need. Out. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, this is how much you need. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
all that fucking mayonnaise. All that mayonnaise you gotta <laughs> pour out of there. Yeah. I used to do that when I was a kid. I really like there was this mayonnaise that in my school, I don't know, it was probably Duke's mayonnaise. That was the flavor of the mayonnaise, if anyone ever had that. I don't know why. I had the taste for it and I would just flavor of mayonnaise. There's different flavors of mayonnaise. There's Miracle Whip, bullshit. There's Duke. There's like crafts. Okay, is it a flavor of mayonnaise? Yeah, taste. There's each one has a flavor, and I call them by their flavors by their name. There's not like there's not like there is spicy mayo, but there's not like if you get like different versions of regular mustard. Like if you get like Heinz mustard and Publix mustard, it's the same mustard, tastes exactly the same. You can get Kraft mustard, tastes exactly the same, but each brand of mayonnaise tastes different. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. I we can I can buy them and make a. I'm down. Do a taste test. I next want week. little cups of mayonnaise and fries to dip them in. All right, I can do that. I'll do that because that is something I know. No, not many people eat. I've never mayonnaise. heard someone reference the flavor of a mayonnaise. I, mayonnaise is a flavor, but if you taste like all right, ketchup, right? Hunt's ketchup. Uh huh. Heinz ketchup. Sure. They do, are different. Sure. But there is a similarity of sure. just being ketchup, right? Sure. There's no difference in flavor. Uh-huh. Uh, Kraft mayonnaise. I've just, I've never, Duke's mayonnaise, I'm, I'm with you. I follow, completely I follow it, but I, I still need to try the mayonnaise's mayonnaise. Manai. We'll do but it next week. We'll do it next week. I'll bring, I'll bring a taste with I've just what never, type of fries. I've never. Uh, do you like the, any specific fries you like with your mayonnaise? Um, yeah, I want to do those fries, not the curly cuts, but the regular ass fries from the freezer section from, uh, starts with an O. Do I just pick them up on the way over here, buy them. But if you get them from fast food chain and they cool down on the way over, they're not going to be as good. There's a McDonald's right there. Is there? Right at the exit. It is right at the exit. (laughs) It is right at the exit. Okay. I mean, if, if unless that's not what we want to do. No, that's what I want to do. Is the mayonnaise with? I'll the, just block off next Friday for. I'll go fuck myself Friday. Yeah, yeah, and whatever. Yeah, but make sure you get some mayonnaise from the McDonald's as well. Good, good. Straight choice. fries. Anything else you'd like, sir? Fries and mayonnaise. mayonnaise. <laughs> Sorry. Did you mean ketchup? <laughs> no. No. Mayonnaise. Extra. <laughs> they probably hear heart stopping shit like that. They all probably the don't time. care. They're they like, wouldn't even That's the healthiest. The They're like, oh, yeah. you're eating healthy today, sir. <laughs> Would you like a gangbang with your fries? With the mayo, please. Yes. Just don't forget the pickles. <laughs> Hi. Can I get mayonnaise? Anything else? <laughs> fries if you're feeling like it. But <laughs> you tell them if you're feeling like it. I really came for the mayonnaise. Sir, we're going to have to charge you for the mayonnaise. Can you throw the fries in for free? Can you, can you actually charge me for the fries? Just don't give me the fries. Can I have the mayonnaise off you? What do you look like? What are you wearing right now? <laughs> what flavor of mayonnaise do you taste like? A little bit of mayo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe this is just the thing I need to broaden my horizons I'll, I'll bring them i'll bring them and, I, and I'll, I'll try not to do like you know this is spicy mayo like no 
mayonnaise. This is it. This is this brand's of mayonnaise. This is this brand's of mayonnaise. I just polished off my spicy mayonnaise, so that's a thing. Spicy mayonnaise is good. So it's great. What's your favorite condiment between mustard and mayonnaise? Mayonnaise. 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 It's, it's hard for me. Is it? Yeah. Feels it's like a pretty easy decision. Because I can eat any brand of mustard. Fine. Sure. Good. Delicious. Okay. And like going back again, mayonnaise uh-huh. has different things. Right. If you were like Miracle Whip or mustard, mustard all that mustard all day. But if you're like Duke's mayonnaise or mustard, Duke's well, mayonnaise is delicious. You know, I'm not refuting that there's different quality levels of mayonnaise. Like if you go overseas and have ketchup, it will radically change your desire for ketchup. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like soda too. I'm sure it's the same way. You know. I don't. I don't drink enough soda to notice, but I definitely notice it with the ketchup. They don't put any bullshit in their ketchup over there. Mm-hmm. They're not allowed to. Mm-hmm. So colors different, tastes different. Come back over here, and you're like, oh, still ketchup, just a little more bullshit. I don't go. That's oh, a different flavor of ketchup. Heinz or Hunt's ketchup. Heinz. Heinz all day. All day. All day. It's just. But when know. it comes to the mayonnaise, I don't know. But when you you're asking like between mayonnaise or mustard, here's the deal. I'm willing to get into this. What can you do really with mustard? You can spice some things up. But with mayonnaise, not only are you spicing things up, but you're not you're not putting mustard on a grilled cheese. You could, oh, that's delicious though. You could could not, but but then you 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 would put more mu- mayonnaise than you would mustard on something though. There you go. You're not putting mustard in potato salad. True. Could. Could. You can put a lot Mustard's more mayonnaise. One, mustard is one of those things you're like, you could. You could. On things. You could. You could. Some people want to watch the world burn. I get that. I think the mustard is not even watching the world burn. It's just the thought of wanting to burn, but you'd never do it, but it's always on the edge. That's what liking mustard's like. Who hurt you? Mustard. <laughs> No, I, I think there's a great condiment battle, and believe it or not, the number one condiment consumed worldwide is mayonnaise. Is it? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I've heard that, I think it was, I, I forgot where I heard it, but uh, how Russians are able to eat, drink so much is because all of most of their food has tons of mayonnaise in it. And so the alcohol gets processed or something a lot quicker so they are able to stay coherent more or something like I'll that. I'll tell you what, the more we talk about mayonnaise, the more uh, fucking nauseous I get. <laughs> wait till next week, buddy. It's so full <laughs> of fat. People are like, why the fuck are we talking about mayonnaise? Because how many people actually like mayonnaise? I wonder. Fair I mean, amount. It must be a lot if, Fair amount. if it's the number one. Well, I said worldwide. I need to put an asterisk. Definitely in the U.S. I looked this up at Bonnaroo. Because someone was like, Oh no, it's definitely ketchup. And I was like, okay, there were face. a lot of condiment facts looked up. Yeah, with that flag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, people gotta understand. Heinz ketchup. You can just make a lot more things with mayonnaise or ranch, Hidden Valley Ranch. Ranch. I think yeah, because it's more flavor. Way. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not looking for a lot of variety there. I just my brother puts wow. ketchup on pizza. I mean, that's like asking, would you rather fucking missionary for like 40 minutes and it be pretty good or would you rather have a, just a firecracker five minutes of fucking sparklers and sprinklers missionary you can't 
don't degrade ketchup that far down. Come on. I think it's ketchup pretty- is pretty missionary. I don't think so. I've never had ketchup in my mouth and went, this feels like doggy style. Pitching, not receiving, of course. I think, I mean, have you, you put it on a fry. That's, that's definitely doggy style for sure. I think you're degrading your missionary, sir. I think mayonnaise may be missionary. What? Definitely. Like, it's just a, it's not like a bam. It's just like, this is a good, good on here. You said fucking ranch, dude. This was never about mayonnaise. Don't bring mayonnaise into this. You're the one who degraded ketchup like that. Why you got to get so defensive over your plain ass sex? Why you got to get so, get so defensive over, I don't know. What? <laughs> I'm not stupid. You're stupid. <laughs> stupid. Fuck you. <laughs> no, fair point. Fair point. You're right. I'm wrong. Is that what you want to hear? Oh, You're a big boy. Thank you. <laughs> That's all I've been wanting. Right. <laughs> no, I did want to hear about the the add-on to the house, though. How much is that going to cost you? Uh, we're going to find out. We're going to find oh, out. Oh, he didn't even give you a rough idea. No, he's going to write up the floor plans. He's going to get that to me and uh, give me a little bit of a rough estimate. He's going to write up the floor plans, dimensions, things like that. Then we can work on size. Mm-hmm. And then we'll start going off of looks. After what that. kind of girth do they say it's allowed on your property? What type of girth? <laughs> <laughs> I tried to go with some off wall though. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, you we're talking about size. I just need a good mental image. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what type of girth he was going to say. We'll see what happens. What time? That comes a week later. Yeah. Well, then, um, then I'll pay him for the girth. Mm. There's actually somebody I, uh, I used to work with at Northwestern Mutual, and it's her husband's company, and he's been doing a bunch of properties in, in Shore Acres. So it's like, oh, somebody I can trust. Yeah. Someone that's doing a good job. I watch Knows his, the area. Knows the area. I watch his post, their, po- their company's posts. Yeah. I'm like, that's what I want. That's right there. Yeah. It looks great. And people yeah. keep recommending them. So that's like, good. And it was the owner that came out. It wasn't even like they sent somebody. It was the owner. I was like, you're the owner. He's like, yeah, I am. Want to take a look at your property. Cool. Feel good about that. Welcome to my messy ass place. <laughs> now they said uh, they can do a loan for it, right? A loan for it? Oh, I didn't go down that path. There's a few different options. I'm, I'm thinking about going down yeah. for that. I'll talk to them. I'll go talk to the bank. Right. You know, see what. Yeah. So now that I'm considering, there's a house I was looking at in St. Pete. Mm-hmm. because since I went Mr. Big Dick on this house, apparently that fucks you for getting a second house. So um, I can't remember what the term is called, but when you go a little bit smaller and bigger um, with the loans that you can get. So when you get your next house, if you get like an equivalent house or a little bit bigger, they're going to look at that and be like, okay, you have a pretty good reason. Be like, hey, my girlfriend and I are moving in together, you know, whatever. <laughs> That's why I did what I did. I stayed in like this range because I know my next one's going to be. Yeah. Close. Well, I regret nothing with my move. Oh, no, it was a great, great house. Yeah. Um, well, financially, the way it worked out, worked out really well. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, but with the next one, my uh, loan officer was like, okay, we're going to have to have a, like a probable reason for you to move. And so renting out an Airbnb, I'm like, I'm down. St. Pete sounds great. 
But now I'm like in this interesting juggle of being at 1099 because I'm not doing as much Cutco work and now the coaching. Mm-hmm. So the income stream that I've had for 10 years looks like it's declining. Mm-hmm. When in reality, there's this other income stream that's increasing mm-hmm. and they're only going to accept that if I've been doing this other income stream for two years or longer. So they're only going to look at the least amount. And I'm like, but you can't just, you can't not, you can't do that. Like, why are they asking for years of records then all the way up to now? Like, what the fuck does it matter if I have, if I've been doing it? Like it's income. So what if I won the lottery and now I want to buy two houses? Yeah, I don't know. So, so now that's the kind of thing that that I'm fighting. So I got to push the truck off a little bit more, which is probably good for, instant gratification kind of things you know but that's the thing about the the loan people like everyone in the sales process wants to make a sale except the loan people they don't give no he does it's the underwriters it's the underwriters yeah they they, don't give a they don't give two they don't make a commission they get that nice salary yeah they're like we're gonna tell you what you can buy can't buy yeah so and also the the loan guy has been super awesome shout out to caleb hayes at legend lending it's been amazing. Mm-hmm. He literally talked me out of refining this home. Um, I don't even remember how many months ago. I'm looking at it again to get PMI taken off. Mm. But the house is cash flowing, so I'm net positive either way. Not worried about that. I did find out I have PMI. I know I said a couple of podcasts ago. I did not. Yeah. I do. Yeah. My girlfriend reminded me of that. She's like, she listened to it. She's like, you do. You yeah. Do. <laughs> she, yeah. Knows, she knows my financing better than I do. <laughs> well, you know, hey, that's all good. Um so yeah, so now I'm just kind of like exercising options because, well, I mean, look at it this way. The guy said he hasn't had a loan come across his desk in three months that hasn't been at or over asking price. Yeah, I talked <clears throat> Yeah, I talked to my uh, realtor just uh-huh. recently about worth because my value, I'm sure you're yours too, is just going up. And I asked my realtor, I was like, man, like, is there a reason it's i'm not complaining but and he was like dude it is insane of what's in the real estate market right now yeah because you bought it at the you bought it the right that's how that's how you get the reason to move just every now and then pop one off in the backyard yeah well (laughs) but if you look at when i bought it on zillow just looking at the price i literally bought it at the bottom Mm -hmm. of when it was coming down and then it starts going right back up is right after I he said right after uh, I bought mine, he goes cash offers. People from New York and California were just starting to move down, and they said because it they have so much money, and it's so cheap, so cheap to buy them. here. They they're just like here's cash. Oh, that person said ten thousand. Here's fifty thousand. Yeah, no more offers. Yeah. So he's like a home. He said the average day a home is on the uh, on the market is three days. Mm-hmm. three days yeah that's wild well that's the thing that i'm wondering is that like yeah i kind of for lifestyle purposes i kind of want something that's uh not turnkey but at the same time i don't want to have to do a bunch of work because then i'm sitting on it and i'm spending money mm-hmm. like right now you know buyer sellers market it's like you just got to find the right deals so the way that i understand it to get a really good deal is that I can approach Bank of Tampa and say, hey, I want to pull out a private line of credit. 
and I use this home and my other assets as uh, collateral. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's say with uh, nice round numbers with $50,000 or $25,000 of collateral, because I have like 40 grand in equity that my house has gone up here alone. Mm-hmm. But let, let's say 50 grand and then they'll loan me 300, right? So now I can take that 300 cash. Essentially, it's credit for me, but it's cash to a buyer. And I can buy a house for, say, 250 mm-hmm. or 200 And I put 50000 of it into repairs. And say those repairs take about six months. I can use that other twenty five grand in paying the mortgage mm-hmm. and, the, and the equity. And let's say there's some interest in there. Let's say, you know, they've loaned it to me like 4% interest. So, um, so we approach like the 300000 within a year. Mm-hmm. time right as long as i don't one of the things he explained to me if i got if i bought it for 200 spent 50 on it and now it's worth 300 if i went to refinance that house into a regular mortgage and not doing it like through the bank that's giving me like a seven percent interest rate or some shit and try to get it down to like a three that the market's at right now mm-hmm. the the underwriters are going to look at um the last that it sold for and that's what they're going to give. They're going to give you the 200000 that you bought it at, not the value of what it would appraise for. You have to wait a year and a day and then get it appraised. Mm. And so I was like, that's Man. a risk holding on to it for that long in that situation, too. It is, yeah. isn't it? That's like a. Like right now. I would be on edge in that situation. Like, I mean, it's possible you can do it, but I'd be like, please, nothing happened. Well, that's if you're going to flip it. Yeah. Right. But you're like in that year and a half, you're like, please, nothing happened. Well, if you're going to, if you're just going to cash flow it, then it doesn't make a difference, does it? But if you're cash flowing it, right, is what I'm saying, because you're borrowing that money still. Yeah. I mean, let's say you appraise it and it appraise for like 255 Mm -hmm. and you're like, you know, 20,000 negative equity and whatever. I wonder, wouldn't, because the inflation scare happening right now, I wonder if that would affect anything with that. I'll tell you what, that inflation scare is making my butthole tight. <laughs> I'm putting a lot of my money into crypto. Mm-hmm. Doing well, went up a little bit today. It was nice. Yeah, it sure did. I mean, whatever. I'm not I'm not looking at it. I'm not going to pay attention to it for another five, ten years. It's literally what you have to do. <laughs> yeah. I'm just putting it in there, and I'm like, cool, let's see what it turns into. You know, I, I keep up with it just to see it go fluctuate up and down. And like, every now and then, it gets a nice dip. Well, I bought it. The last time I invested... At that time, what was heavy for me then mm-hmm. um, was a 16,000 Bitcoin and then dropped to six. Mm-hmm. And I felt shitty and pulled out, you know, like 10 or something. And so now I'm like, you know what? I do. I believe in this stuff. I'm ready to let it ride. Yeah, man. I mean, let it ride. imagine if I would have kept that 16, to the you know, moon. wouldn't have been bad. Wouldn't have been bad. Doing a little. Pretty so, nice at the moment. Would have been doing pretty nice. <laughs> pretty nice. Feel pretty good. Be drinking la instead of luck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but that's just the thing about investments in a nutshell. And I'm like, so here's the deal. Like the reason I get so excited excited about real estate is because Florida and Tampa especially is just going to continue to grow in popularity. Booming right now. You know, he said on average there's a hundred families a day. Mm-hmm. Moving to Tampa, Tampa, St. Pete, uh, Brandon, Brandon's another big one for families. 
Yeah. That are popping right now. I mean, they built the whole Solomon Express Expressway specifically for Brandon. I just don't, I don't know that I'm so invested in real estate right now to be Hawkeye in the market every day. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. It's like, well, exactly. Remember what you felt like when you were like gun ho? Yeah. I remember what I felt like when I was gun ho, you know, earlier last year, like I'm looking, I'm, you know, I keep an eye out, but I'm not yeah. like, Oh, I need to be there. And if I, I'm sure if I went to my realtor too and been like, Hey, I want to buy something. He'd probably be laugh and be like, now's not the time. Like you're going to pay too much for something if you wanted to get out there. Well, and I asked him too about, it. I was like, Hey, because remember my argument around, we've had a similar conversation before around if the price of the house is up, the interest rates are typically going to be low because mm-hmm. the bank wants to float you that mm-hmm. money so they can make a lot of money on the back end. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was like, but if the price of the house goes down, the interest rates typically go up to offset it. And he actually is like, actually not always. After 08, the interest rates actually went down with the housing market mm-hmm. going down. I was like, that's interesting because you wouldn't typically expect that because um, of just the levers that they have, the levers to control the market, you know? Um, I, would, I wouldn't think that too. I would have thought they would have gone up yeah. to also keep people from trying to get loans. I think, I think that, that time too. was just so fucking crazy. Because that was the whole reason they were just giving out loans. I mean, everything's so overextended right now. Like every, everything is, uh, the, the Federal Reserve is definitely in, um, I saw a video today, this guy explained it pretty well. Like they're, they're definitely in a rock and a hard spot. Mm-hmm. Like do you allow the market to correct? Cause the stock market does not like inflation. You keep printing money and kick the can down the road or do you raise interest rates and allow the market to stabilize mm-hmm. to reset? Because, man, I think more as more states too, or like what Florida and Texas have done too. Like Florida, also they're not doing the unemployment thing as much anymore. They're saying you. Ha- I think he signed a bill saying you have to be applying for a job five days a week now in order to continue getting unemployment. And if you're not getting the job, I think Texas did something like that. <clears throat> I think as more states start doing that, and they're not that kind of five days a week. Five days a week. Good. I think as more states start doing that and it's forcing less money to be printed. Yeah. Then I think that's when as, as more states start doing that, that's when the federal reserve is going to feel more comfortable bringing it back up. Yeah. At that point, you got to get people back to work. Have to to get them. And I'm I'm kind of in a contemplation too, because there's the argument of like, well, don't get, don't be mad at people for not going to work at, a unworkable wage, unlivable wage. Uh, don't be mad for people who are doing that and taking unemployment. But when I do a little bit of research, you look, you know, you can look at the main, the, the, any of the mainstream medias, you can look at New York times, anything like that. <clears throat> a lot of these companies, like even restaurants and fast food chains have raised their rates to livable wages. What people were begging for, they are at now and no one's applying for jobs. Even the large companies, you know, bank of America, uh, my company, uh, any of the big ones that do pay like high level jobs, people aren't going and, and doing it because there's just the, the livable, the unemployment is currently a livable wage yeah. enough that they're like, I get that you're paying me more than what em- unemployment is, but that means I have to go earn that. Yeah. Whereas I can just sit on my ass and play video games and just take it. Yeah. So that's, I, I get where people come from, but now it's, 
there is there. It is there. The livable wage is there now. And, and it, all of a sudden, it, people have that mindset. Now, I also feel I have way more respect for the people that are out working right yeah. now. Like every time I go to a restaurant now and see the servers, and they're all overworked like crazy. You go in a restaurant and you can see they're tired. But like, man, I respect that person. They're here working for their money. Yeah. And I give a little you know, more extra tip for that person, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you see them in the grocery stores. They're tired. Like they're just like, you know, dragging it across, but they're working. And I'm like, I try to say something, get, you know, make them at least a little bit happy, throw a joke or something on it. They're probably tired of hearing that shit. But, you know, you can just see it. I just have more respect for the people that are working right now. And, and everyone has a different situation. But I also know people that aren't working and they're doing it on purpose. Yeah. And you're like, those are the people I just like. I'll tell you, a, a place that. Man, my heart hurts for those workers is the Florida Department of Agriculture and whatever the fuck I went to today, get my gun permit, my concealed carry. Yeah. That place sucked the life right out of me. What do you mean? It just felt like bureaucracy, just pure government red tape. I mean, it was the quintessential corporate environment, just beige colored things everywhere no voice inflection for anyone wait right here we'll be back to get you in a second (laughs) colton yeah that's me step forward i'm like for a fucking barcode and a microchip or something jesus christ this place could use some smiley faces like was it busy i was just like chugging along I kept messing up and I was making jokes about it. And the guy's like, just do it right. Basically like the DMV. 100%. Yeah. Just like it. It's a government job. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little, I guess. Security. I mean, you could just feel just pension and, uh <laughs> It just like, I saw, I was just, oh, there's nothing wrong. You know, if that's what you're doing, if that's what your value system is, but it was like. Yeah. Oh, I hate, I hate looking at that too. Uh, you go in there and you're like your life like that you're like here you don't have the ambition to be like i gotta do more than this i don't think sometimes it's for some everyone's different some people yeah. they don't it's not about a, a lack of ambition it's a lack of like aligned values you know some people just really really enjoy the comfort and safety of knowing i also the think next meal is going to be there tomorrow i also think it's one of those jobs where they can they can't really do much wrong like hard to fuck up it's hard to fuck up, but if they do fuck up, they're just like, you got to be sorry. Come on, what else, Tom. What else are you going to do? Come on. Hey, do better. All right. Okay. Let me go get another cup of coffee. I'm not going to write you up, buddy. Hey, I'm a customer. Wait, I'm going to go get another cup of coffee. Yeah. I'll come back and I'll be in a minute. Just pour the coffee all over the files. Oops. <laughs> Who cares? You're going to need to go stand back in that line. Yeah. Redo the paperwork. Fill it out again. I didn't know it was going to no, be an extra $100, by the way. They're on lunch break. I was like, pay for what? Already paid for the thing. So. Extra. So, you, oh, so once you pay for the class, you do the class, and then you go and um, pay to get the pro- It's yeah, yeah, I can see that. It's like getting a registration fee. Like, you have to go learn, pay for driver school. Then you got to go like, pay for it. What the, the fuck, guys? Nickel I guess dime, you get to have dime. it for like seven, eight years. I did. Uh, hunter training when I was like younger. So 
I, I, the thing is, I could just walk in there with that and just hand it to them and be like, Give yeah, my thing. And they'll be like, okay. I know. I, I should have done that, but it was a lot more intense. The way set my appointment yet. I you have to set an appointment for it and go yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real easy though. Yeah. Real easy. They didn't even ask me if I was an illegal alien. Just <laughs> kidding. They did. They were like, if you say yes, you can't fill us out. I'm like, just lie. <laughs> That's all right. A lot of people sneaking in from Ireland. <laughs> Canada. Yeah, it's fucking Canadians flooding in, huh? <laughs> real good, real bad gun problem up there, right? Yeah. All right, man. Let's close this bad boy out. Woo! It's a good conversation today. Mm. We, we cover a lot of different avenues. If there was ground, we covered it. If there was mayonnaise. We mailed it. Well, next week we'll get into that for sure. I'm bringing them. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for it. Excited too. to go down that path. Excited for this weekend. I'm working on some doors uh, for the house. Mm. Going to be staining some doors, the uh, barnyard doors, going up in <laughs> okay. there. Yeah, I'm excited. Fucking, I'm trying to keep myself. I'm not really excited about it, but I'm trying to be like, woo. Are you done with all the other painting? Barnyard door? No, still got to do the kitchen. So that's the backup plan if it rains this weekend, mm. which you're hoping for. I really it. hope that happens. Yeah, I really hope that happens. Hey, Sunday, if uh, this comes out, yeah, it's coming out tomorrow. The video is going to come out later, but uh, Sunday, rise and align event. Hit me up if you want a dope uh, yoga retreat and you're near Jupiter area. I'm going to be DJing it. If you want to go kayaking. For some redfish, because the redfish season's opening, let me know. We're going out in St. Pete. And if you feel like any of this would be beneficial, like it, share it, it, share it. If you're listening to us on Spotify, subscribe helps the algorithm. If you're seeing us on YouTube, what do you do there? You subscribe there. You like you like the video. You subscribe, subscribe. there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, amazing. Gotta get with the times. And uh, TikTok, ah, you're not gonna see this. Um, hey, <laughs> everybody else out there, we love you guys. Thank you so much for being a part of our amazing community. Be sure to share it, love it, like it, interact with us on Instagram too. All the socials, we're not on all of them, but we love the different parts, the different interactions. I'm at Colton DM. This is at Dylon Wooden, and uh, we'll see you guys out there.